0: Welcome to another edition of Park Talk Podcast, the official podcast of the Naperville Park District. Hello, and welcome to the 2021 State of the Naperville Park District Address. I'm Samira Luthman, Director of Marketing and Communications, and your podcast host. Both of my guests have been in the Park Talk studio before, and I'm happy to have them back. Please join me in welcoming Park Board President Mike Riley and Executive Director Ray McGurry. Hi, Sam. They are here to help me introduce this year's State of the Park District Mm -hmm. podcast. Thanks to you both for being here. You bet. My, how things have changed since we recorded the Park District podcast last year at this time, just one short year ago. And we're still in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, which started about 11 months ago. And we're dealing with a typical Illinois winter that has some of us, like me, staying indoors more. Undoubtedly, this is a challenging aspect for us as a park district, and we continue to manage programs and facilities in the midst of operating restrictions. However, in my opinion, our staff as a whole has done a great job being creative, remaining flexible, and working together better than ever. Acknowledging this aspect, the 2021 State of the Park District theme is rising to the challenge, which our organization demonstrated in ways both big and small all over the course of the past year. So, Mike and Ray, I'm going to start by asking you both the same question. And, and Mike, I'm going to start with you. Is there something that stands out in your mind from the past year that demonstrates the Naperville Park District rising to the challenges presented by COVID-19?
1: Well, thank you, Samir. Sure. Uh, I thought you'd ask me something along those lines. And one of the thoughts that uh, came to my mind was uh, saying that I've heard a long time ago, Uh, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right either way. Right, uh, and I reflected on that, and I thought about I'm on a couple of different boards, uh-huh. and I, I thought about uh, one organization that I'm on the board, non officer of, that when the pandemic hit, they basically went into hibernation. Um, very little communication with mm-hmm. with members, no updates, what's going on, uh, no board meetings. It just just hibernated. Right, uh, and then another organization which I do happen to be president of. Uh, we took a, a a different approach and that was how do we maintain contact with our members and keep them engaged through this pandemic so it forced us to think of some different ways to do that mm-hmm. uh, and every time we, we do something we try oh, that wasn't too bad and we come up with another idea and I want to say that the Naperville Park District was really an inspiration for that line of thought uh, because uh, the the park district staff certainly did not go into hibernation with the pandemic even though the rules change from day to day especially early on they kept coming up with uh, creative ways uh, to provide offerings to maintain contact with mm-hmm. the public to give them outlets uh, so it just the response of the staff and how they really just dug in and again despite all the changes that were going on, they just really delivered. And I think that was, that was very impressive.
0: That's great. I love that example. And in one of the episodes, speaking about finances, we talk about the obligation that we have as an organization to continue to fulfill our mission and serve the community. And that really speaks to that. We couldn't go into hibernation. Yeah. We had to continue to fulfill our mission.
2: That's right. Yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely. Ray, same question posed to you. As yeah. far as what what stands out in your mind
2: yeah that's hard to top um, I, I i would say you know uh, exactly what President Riley just stated um, although internally um, they always say it's it's you, you don't want to know how the sausage is made you know um, and and internally um, everybody in this room right now recording this with with us um, can um, testify attest to the fact that it wasn't pretty, meaning mm-hmm. um, every day. Things changed. As I sit here today, uh, I'm hearing rumors of things changing with the Mm -hmm. restrictions and the tears. Um, And that's literally for for those of you listening out in in our audience. um, Just imagine um, that you come in in the morning and you're told one thing, and by the end of the day, you're told a second thing. Mm -hmm. And that involves you, you sitting at home, um, and us trying to react to these things in, in real time. To continue to bring you the services that that you pay us to do, um, and I think the other thing is is that, uh, and I said this in in, in a previous episode, um, I, I just couldn't be prouder of the staff. Uh, you know, we could have dug in and checked the box and said, "Man, this is COVID," and we like President Riley just said, just kind of curl up and let, let's just let this thing pass. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but from the men and women in the parks to the men and women. Uh, in the rec center, uh, uh, recreation field, to you and your staff. Everybody here pitched in. We had people scrambling, working, never worked a day in in the golf operations in their life, and they're scrambling to run out there to work, uh, to to fill in the pieces. So um, while the sausage was not pretty the way it was made, um, I think at the end it tasted pretty good for for our customers, Um, and that's that's why we're here. Uh, It's very important that we did not stop did not slow down. In fact, um, you know, uh, I, I've been asked when I, in my previous years as, mm-hmm. as a police officer, I was through some very difficult things, mm-hmm. bad things. Um, and a friend of mine who's a, a Chicago officer said, "Well, hey, Ray, you're you're Parks and Rec guy now. I mean, come on, how how stressful, you know, stressful can this be?" And I said, "Remember that shooting that we were involved in?" I said, "This is worse." And he looked at me like I was nuts. And I said, "Because there was a clear, definitive." bad person, good person, cops, bad persons doing bad things, mm-hmm. d- d- clearly defined. Here, it changes by the minute. Right. And so the stress level for all of us uh, on the staff side, and certainly for the people that we serve, was just in, in, in extremely intense.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm really proud of us mm-hmm. as an organization. I really mm-hmm. am. All Should the staff, be. everybody. Yeah, it was a true team effort. So the challenge for this year not only includes successfully moving out of the pandemic and welcoming people back to all that we offer, it also means taking care of business as usual. And one of those business-related items is renewing our national accreditation status for the second time with the National Recreation and Park Association. Why is maintaining accreditation essential to an organization like ours, and especially at a time like this?
2: Um, I I think it... At any time, I've come from several accredited, well, actually only one, I shouldn't say several, one accredited organization other than our own, and that was the Naperville uh, Police Department. Uh, and I was initially involved in the very initial first mm-hmm. time around, which was just a nightmare. Um, uh, but when I say nightmare, uh, it, accreditation, especially with, through CAPRA, it forces you as an organization to prove what you're saying that you are, in fact, doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the, 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 the assessors that come out have no proverbial dog in the fight. They don't care whether you pass or you fail. Um, so you are, you are being looked at um, by outside groups from across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was flattering last time, and I believe will probably happen this time, is all three assessors were calling me after they left to say, can I get this policy, can I get this, because of how far ahead right. of the game we yeah. are. right and i think it also um it holds our organization and the men and women that work here um and the the, the board that we report to its feet to the fire
0: mm-hmm.
2: I, I mean i think there's an accountability factor that we have a lot a of, lot, of, lot of words and and you know we hear accountability a lot today on right. all facets of things um but this truly does hold your feet my feet everybody's feet to the fire mm-hmm. to say you say you do this now prove it. Prove it. Exactly. You know, and as a person that comes from the evidence background, mm-hmm. I think it's evidentiary um, when we provide these materials, provide these different programs, um, uh, and and then and the, the final thing is that there's a certain uh, you know I guess would say pride in this. I'm fully confident we're going to whiz through this. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to be fine uh, because not because of Ray but because of Sam, Samara Luthman, Spencer Hurd, all the people that work in this organization
1: Mm
2: -hmm. i'm just the the face which is that's why Mm -hmm. i'm speaking to you and not you're not seeing me on camera i have the face (laughs) for radio as they say um it's the men and women that make these things happen that in the end provide the fantastic services that our customers pay for
0: and it's exactly all those reasons you just mentioned are the same reasons why we've been successful so far getting through the pandemic
2: correct 100 percent, absolutely and and
1: Sabir, if i could uh, sure add something to that one of the things from the standpoint of being a commissioner is that, you know, going through the pandemic and, and keeping focus is important. Mm-hmm. And do, going through the accreditation pro- process is an objective verification of that focus.
0: Right. True. Okay. It's not It's not
1: just looking at it internally. Mm-hmm. You're looking at it from an objective outsider standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said, are, are you doing what you say you're doing? Right. right. So that that's comforting as a as a representative of the, uh, of the board
0: sure understandable the saying necessity is the mother of invention really applies to our organization throughout 2020 as it was a year filled with us doing things differently as we've said mike what was your favorite example of something that the district did differently and and why was that something that you thought was a good example
1: well there there are a couple things really uh, one of them was uh, one of the ideas the uh, virtual programs, uh-huh. I thought I thought that was that was a great idea, uh, and people I talked to in the community were they're impressed by that. They're impressed by you know we did something quote unquote out of the box. It's kind mm-hmm. of a worn phrase, but it, it fits very well. The outdoor fitness classes were very well received. Okay, people like those. Sure, but my favorites have to be the uh, Halloween night's lights and Santa's workshop, uh, because kids and, and parents this year have had so much to deal with. And to have the opportunity to participate in a safe, family-oriented uh, activity, uh, you know, close to home, mm-hmm. it, it was it was really terrific. As, born, you know, that's the evidence says that it really was because we had to keep opening up more slots for right. people to right. operate. So yeah, those, those were those were great programs
0: those yeah those are a couple of great examples as far as i'm concerned too and it was really fun just as staff kind of watching the evolution of that okay we can't have halloween happening or we can't have santa house as we've done it before what can we do instead and then just seeing how well received both of those events were by the by both of them filling yeah. with people you know excited about participating it was great and that's
1: you know as a as i referenced before different organizations handled this different ways mm-hmm. a lot of you know other organizations uh, taken a look and said, well, we can't do this and stopped. That was sure. the end of the discussion. But park district staff and leadership team, uh, said, well, we can't do this. So what can we do? Right. 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 Where Absolutely. can we put our resources? So yep. very good.
0: Ray, as president Riley just mentioned a couple of minutes ago, um, we offer virtual programs now and what I find is interesting is approximately 10 years ago during the planning for a previous district-wide strategic plan staff brainstormed ideas around offering virtual programs and here we are fast forward to 2020 when the pandemic was starting and that was something that we decided to do as a staff once things normalize again what role do you envision virtual programming playing at the district?
2: Um, yeah so we had this conversation earlier uh, in a different episode uh, back in 2010. Um, and that came up. Uh, and the facilitator helped us work around you know that idea mm-hmm. and uh, I thought it was insane. I thought this is so stupid. We're parking wrecks. we're trying to get people out to parks out get out of their houses uh, and uh, and again, I was an idiot because <laughs> here today um, and for the for the future, Uh, virtual programming will be part of the district's offerings Um, you know uh, as i've learned and i think we've all learned recreation is unique to the individual it's not just Mm -hmm. what i see as recreation um, is way different than what somebody else may see recreation as and it doesn't even have to have an h factor Mm -hmm. Um, uh, some people just prefer to recreate at home and so we will continue to offer a a wide variety Uh, i would still encourage people to Utilize those services, um, but please come out to the parks, uh, please come out to the trails, mm-hmm. uh, and then you can go back inside and do your virtual programs if you want.
0: Definitely. And I think mm-hmm. that's, it's really neat adding on kind of another facet because we know we serve a large community with diverse interests. So to be able to provide, you know, different types of programming, I think that's that's exactly. great that we were able to expand upon that. Exactly. So, Ray, um, continuing on, are there other changes that were implemented in 2020 that you see the district carrying over into a post-pandemic community?
2: Yeah, so um, we certainly were using, um, we started uh, doing the uh, online reservation system. Mm-hmm. Um, that has been a huge hit. Um, and I think that's going to continue in the, in, in the near future. And We may even try to expand that to Centennial Beach, right. assuming, and I, I have to assume we're going to be open. Um, I don't know if it's going to be at what percentages. Who knows? I just have to believe that by the time um, June comes around, uh, we should hopefully be in good shape to open. So I see it down there. Um, I see midday spray um, continuing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that was
0: w- the event that was at Rotary Hill, a free drop-in event. There was a sprinkler that was sprinkler going on. Sprinkler was
2: out from 1101, I believe, right. is, is the time. And, mm-hmm. and uh, that was my brainchild. And it just came from my days growing up as yeah, that a, was awesome. a, a boy in Chicago, <laughs> where my dad was a Chicago fireman. And would come home from work, and um, I'd wake him up about eleven o'clock. After you'd been up all night, hey, can you open up the hydrant out in front of the house? And he would grumble, <laughs> but he, then he would stand out there and run through the sprinkler with us and stuff like that. Um, and that, and, and and you know, growing up in the city, uh, people say, well, don't run through you know pools. Well, we we had no pool, mm-hmm. and and you couldn't put a pool in your backyard because it was a postage stamp size right. lot. Uh, and so we had the fire hydrant, um, and it was a blast. We had a lot of fun. So um, it was one of those three o'clock in the morning. Staring at the ceiling, can't sleep, and in the midst of this, and they you know, nobody can go to water, nobody can, d- right? And I said, "Well, we're sprinkling out that, at that hill anyway. Why don't we do that?"
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and that seems to have been a, a big hit with people because we've had a lot of people go out there and have some fun. Definitely, so that will be another one that you know that will return, and we may move it around. I think Rotary Hill will be the staple, mm-hmm. you know, area to to provide that, but who knows? Maybe we move it south. Um, we still want people to come to the beach, but you know what? Beach isn't for everybody. Some people just sure. say, I'm this, I've already got a membership right. at, a, at, a, at a swim club in town, but I love this sprinkler thing.
0: Mm-hmm. It's about providing opportunities, different opportunities. Right. Exactly. Definitely. And then lastly, Mike, as we move out of the pandemic and things gradually get back to normal, hopefully sooner rather than later, what do you hope our community learned about the Park District over the past year?
1: Well, uh, Samara, one of the things I've said several times in venues like this is that the naperville park district is a central contributor to alleviating problems in the community and hopefully that rung true for our residents in 2020 um, i think the response our responses to the pandemic uh deep in the public's view of what we do for the community and uh hopefully uh as we as they as we're able to move into a more robust lifestyle and actually get out of the house and and do some things that uh residents will take advantage of what we have to offer i I think maybe in the past sometimes you know when you have it there you know you move into an area and it's already there and Mm -hmm. you kind of take it for granted right um and you you don't get out and utilize it now that people have been been held back and you know we've been publicizing uh new uh Facilities that were opening, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, people will take advantage of. It. I think there's a lot of uh, pent up demand to just get outside and, and have some fun.
0: Definitely, uh, we,
1: you know, we certainly saw that with golf this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people that hadn't played golf in years were, were out again because it was safe. They, they were outside. They could have a good time, right? Socialize, get a little exercise as well. So, I think that that's an example of uh, what'll happen with some of our other facilities as things open up. And uh, I hope it's a lasting benefit.
0: Me too. And just to expand upon what you said, people have really had the opportunity to create new habits. If they hadn't been working for a while or things have changed as far as they're not doing the activities that they've done before, their schedule's not all booked up with all kinds of other things, they've created a new habit by coming out and hopefully enjoying everything that we have to offer. So that's a really positive thing. Mike and Ray, I want to thank you, and I appreciate your time for helping me to kick off the 2021 State of the Park District Address.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having us.
0: Thank you for listening. The Naperville Park District's mission is to provide park and recreation experiences that promote healthy lives, healthy minds, and a healthy community. Park Talk Podcast is a production of the Naperville Park District.